Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. I'm Reverend Deborah Phillips, and today I want to talk about trying too hard, or perhaps learning not to try too hard. At this point right now, I am sitting in my office and I'm recording this podcast by myself, and this is about the fourth take. And I realized that part of what was going on was the other topic I was trying wasn't something I was warming up to. And the other part of it was, is there's this thing in my head that says, well, if I'm putting this out in the public, it has to be a certain way. Now, I actually have gotten to where I don't strive for perfection in these podcasts. I mean, if you've listened to the ones where I have a guest, I just let that conversation go all over the place. At the same time, when I'm doing it by myself, there's this other level that I think, well, it has to sound a certain way, or maybe I shouldn't pause too long, or maybe this and maybe that, and oh my gosh, what what are people going to think? And it's a really interesting exercise to walk through this, especially alone. And then I just got to thinking about how so many of us are trying so hard And again, I don't want to get into the perfection thing because that's another conversation about trying to be perfect. Most of us are trying really hard just to be good enough, just to be acceptable. And that's kind of, um, it's kind of scary. It's kind of sad. It's very much a comment on the human condition that in this lifetime, most of us on one level or another don't feel quite good enough or don't feel quite deserving. And so when we're trying to do something, we often just try too hard. Well, what is trying too hard? Trying too hard is doing the same thing over and over again until you think it sounds right or it looks right or it feels right. Um, Trying too hard is... um, trying to make it happen maybe before it's time. Trying too hard is um, perhaps, as I was doing earlier, talking about a topic that I really wasn't warming up to, but I was going to make it work. And I finally gave that up and just decided to talk from the top of my head, which is a scary thing for most of you. So just take a deep breath and, and hang with me. And then the other part was what's going on is my cats have decided to be restless tonight. And so they've been wandering around and walking across the keyboard. And it's like, do I, am I going to try too hard to just keep everybody completely quiet so that this podcast sounds professional and great and wonderful? I mean, that's, that's, that's nice, you know, and I've had some people tell me, well, hey, podcasts, people do them in their cars and nobody cares how they sound. And, but I do care. I want to give... Um, my best in any situation. So finding that, that, that comfort zone or finding that middle road where I feel like I'm doing my best or you feel like you're doing your best without trying too hard, without uh, aiming for that perfection thing and just really giving yourself permission to do the very best you can in this moment with what you've got is a new thing actually because we talk so much about getting it right all the time. And the truth is, is doing your best is getting it right. Your best may not be very graceful. Your best might not be um, what you wanted it to be or what your vision was, but it was your best at the time. You know, I've talked with a lot of people, artists, 
um, and writers in particular, is that when you start, or anybody who does anything creative, you start out with a vision in your head of, of something, whether it's going to be a painting, um, a, a, a poem, an essay, a novel, whatever it is you start out with, most people have some sort of a vision in their head with it. And then here's the cool part. You get to translate that into the material world. So you have this vision in your head that's all nice and floaty and, ooh, I can make this picture look like this. And then you get out the paints and the brush and the canvas and you start working on it and there's big blots of paint everywhere and then you have to paint over it and trying to get it to look like it does in your head can be a real challenge. Getting the image that you see in your head for writing a poem turning that into words, that can be a challenge. Some of you have heard my guided meditations. Those actually run in my head like a video. Because what happens is for, for church services, I know what the music is going to be. I know what the topic for the um, sermon is. And then just an idea will come into my head and it will, will run kind of like a video. And then I get to translate that into words on paper and I do that because I want to make sure that I don't get lost in the vision. If I get up in front of a group of people and there's la-la music going and everything, I could get lost too. And so I write those meditations down. But that, that task of pulling the vision into the material world can be really challenging. And it doesn't matter what kind of creative thing you're doing, whether it's you know, the high arts or um, dance or music or whatever that is, or simply building something, anything, I mean, crocheting or knitting something, building something in your workshop, anytime you're doing something, cooking, making a meal, you know, there's these great things out on, uh, on Facebook where people have their, uh, I guess they, I don't know that they call them food fails, but after you watch this wonderful video on YouTube of how you cook, you make these wonderful little cookies that look like, like, um, chicken, chickens or something. And then they, they come out just totally disastrous. And, um, I love that people are, have the nerve and the, the courage to put those out there and say, okay, this is what they're supposed to look like. And here's my little burnt to a crisp thingy. Because bringing that vision into the material world is not as easy as uh, we all might think it is. I mean, if you think about the greatest artists, some of them were pretty nuts. And uh, there's a reason for that, because they have these big visions that they're trying to bring in and, and limit them. They bid this big energy, and then you need to funnel it down, and you turn it into um, a painting, or you turn it into uh, a nice casserole, or you turn it into something material, and it's never going to translate exactly correctly. All you can do, all any of us can do, is our best in any one moment. It doesn't mean that we can't go back and do it again and maybe improve because every time we do something, we learn. But still, being comfortable with doing your best in any one moment, being comfortable with that idea that what I'm doing may or may not be the most spectacular thing in the entire world, and having, having that be okay, being ordinary, being okay, being just 
good enough is okay because good enough means that you did it. It simply means that you did it. It doesn't have, you don't quantify it. It's good enough, that's because you did it. And I would wish that every one of us could be able to get to that point. You know, the, uh, the four agreements, one of those agreements is to do your best in any situation. And we all know that we have some days when we're at the top of our game, so to speak, and we have uh, days when we can't even find our game. And yet, in all of those instances, we still do our best. We get out there and we do whatever it is we can do. And I think that's all we can ask of ourselves. It's also all we can ask of other people. And it's really interesting to listen to other people talk about you know, their partners or spouses, and it's like, well, they should be able to do this, and they're smart enough to do this. And I will remind them, and I have to remind myself on a daily basis as well, is that, yeah, but they're doing their best. They're doing what they can do. Well, they should be able to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, not necessarily. I was telling someone a while ago that um, I have uh, challenges with numbers. It's called dysgraphia, I think. Um, and I can read. I've never had any trouble with reading, but I have a great deal of uh, trouble holding numbers in my head. I can remember phone numbers and things like that, but when it comes to, to doing arithmetic, numbers literally fall out of my brain. And this person was saying, well, if you work at it hard enough, you can do that. And I said, no, I cannot. It's not something that I am able to do. And there was a little bit of a, 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 a tug of war there with that conversation. And it's like we all have areas that we are really good at. We have areas where we are okay. And then we have things that we just can't do. I mean, there's people out there uh, right now who are amazing chemists. And there's people who, 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 couldn't, chemist, who couldn't be a chemist to save their lives because it's just not how they're built. And so when we start to look at other people and say, well, they're not doing their best, they probably are. Even if they're being, even if they're what we would call slacking, even if they're, we don't think they're trying, in that moment, they probably are doing their best. And that comes to changing in consciousness as well. That, that really pertains to um, spiritual growth. I've had people say, well, you know, they've read the books and they should do this and they, they know this and they know better. And not necessarily. It's just not necessarily. All of us come to our own spiritual development in our own time, in our own place, in our own way. And some of us get ready earlier than others. And it doesn't matter when we do it. That we do it is kind of a miracle in itself anyway, if you think about it. And so the fact that a person takes even one baby step to improve their life, to take a step forward, to um, widen their horizons, whatever it is they do, all of that is just worth such a celebration. And I joke a lot about the fact that women tend to marry potential he, married, he had so much potential and he never acted on it. Well, a lot of have po people have potential, but for one reason or another, they are not capable of tapping into that, whether it is because 
emotionally they haven't grown into it or um, they weren't ever taught how to do that or they may just not have the desire. It's not up to us to judge that. And in most cases, we, can, we should be able to say, well, they were doing their best. And not as a bypass, not as saying, you know, you, uh, you didn't do an adequate job here. Um, and I know you were doing your best. If you have an employee who can't, can't do the work, you don't just say, well, they're doing their best and you let, let that continue. Um, if you have people who are abusive or not very nice, you don't just say, oh, well, they're doing their best and put up with it. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about every day when we go out into the world and have our experiences and do the things that we do. If we can at least have it in our own heads that we are doing the best we can with what we have in the moment, with where we are emotionally, where we are financially, where we are with all of this, we're doing the very best that we know how to do. That's all we can do. On another day, we might be able to push it a little bit more. On another day, we might just need to stay home. And that's okay too, because that's doing your best because you're taking care of yourself. So if you can just look at what it means to do your best in any situation as opposed to overall. And let's try to look at doing your best, not as the, as the goal of perfection, but doing the very best that you can do at the time and allowing yourself that leeway, allowing yourself to have times when you are uh, more efficient, uh, more clear, more on top of things. And then allow yourself on those days when you can like barely get that cup of coffee up to your mouth. We all have those days. We all have those moments. And we all have those moments when we feel like we are on top of the world. And nobody, 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 nobody is like that every single hour, every single day or every single hour of every day. So you might get up in the morning and, hey, man, I'm going to go out and I'm going to conquer the world. And then by 11 o'clock, it's like, well, I think I'll just um, bag it for a while. All of that is completely normal. All of that is being human. And one of the things that I have learned in doing a discussion group with um, people for about five years now is that on some level, we're all pretty uncomfortable being human. We're always trying to get out of it. We're trying to grow out of it. We're trying to raise our consciousness. We're trying to ascend. We're trying to gain enlightenment. But here's the deal is that if any of that happens, we're still human beings. The whole point of our expanding our awareness, of our growing, of our seeing the light is to become fully human and to accept our humanness and accept who we are and be who we are to the highest and best of our ability. That's what we're here for. We are here to be human, to have the experience, to share the experience with each other. We're here to love each other. We're here to treat each other in the best way we can. And I will tell you that many years ago, somebody came up to me and um, they had a little bit of inflated view of me, I think. And they said, Deborah, you know this stuff. 
<laughs> like, yeah, right. And they said, why are we here? And I, I was pretty young when they asked me this. And I was like, I, I had no answer for that. But what came out of my mouth was, it's all about how we treat each other. Now, treating each other, how we treat each other, also has to do about how we think about each other. So the way I treat you um, is, uh, doesn't really matter whether I'm with you or not. What I'm thinking about you and the decisions I make about you means that I may or may not be treating you well, which means I'm also not treating myself very well if I'm thinking negative thoughts about you. So I guess what I'm trying to say today is doing our best is the thing that we can do. It's the one thing that we can do, right? When you feel lost, when you feel whatever, what do you do? Just do your best. That's the answer. And recognize that other people are doing their best too. And again, it's not a bypass. It's not giving someone a, a, a total pass for not being able to do something that they may not be capable of doing because that is a fact as well. But knowing that getting through the day sometimes is the best thing you can do. That's, or that, that is your best. So just consider and think about these ideas today and um, do your best. That's all we can ask. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.